Hello and welcome back to another episode of the 20 Minute Fitness Podcast. This is episode number four and it marks the third edition of our body composition series. I want to say that I hope you have enjoyed um, listening so far and I want to welcome back those that have joined us since the start of our podcast journey. So let's briefly recap last week's episode. Last week, we explored how to track any changes in body composition using methods such as skin calipers, a basic tape measure, your traditional bathroom scale, or even a Wi-Fi or smart scale. And it became apparent that although these methods are cheap, they're accessible, um, to some extent they can help you measure your progress, there are a lot of um, inaccuracies associated with them, and we explored all of those last week. And so this week, we'll be moving on to more accurate body composition analyzers. Uh, We'll be looking at hydrostatic weighing or the water dunking test, uh, DEXA scans, shape scale, bod pods and in-body devices. And if we have time, we'll also be looking at how you can monitor your progress visually using things like mirrors, uh, body composition charts and so on. So let's get into the show. Hydrostatic weighing, or hydrodensitometry, takes a subject's density reading. It is based on Archimedes' principle of displacement, and this states that a body's underwater weight is directly proportional to the volume it displaces. The dunk measures your underwater weight, which is then used to compute your body's volume. So how exactly does it work? First of all, you'll take your dry weight. This is the weight um, you are usually on land and you'll want to do this in as minimal clothing as possible for the most accurate reading. The individual is then positioned on a specialized seat or platform and they're instructed to exhale as much air as possible from their lungs. And the reason you do this is because your residual volume the amount of air left in your lungs after you exhale underwater is part of the body density equation, which is your weight in dry mass, your, your usual weight, minus the weight in water, divided by your density in water, minus your residual volume. So yeah, so this will be repeated three times. You'll be dunked underwater and exhale as much air as possible because you want as accurate a residual volume reading as possible. So there is some slight discomfort with this. Um, You really have to force yourself to stay underwater and, you know, it's not natural to exhale underwater. But the results do speak for themselves and it is an accurate method of measuring your body composition. They then use the Siri equation to calculate your body fat percentage. So what are the various advantages and disadvantages of hydrostatic weighing? Well, obviously, the first one is greater accuracy. In fact, it was actually known at one point that, um, or thought at one point, that hydrostatic weighing was the gold standard of uh, body composition analysis. Uh, The margin of error is plus or minus 23 to 2.8%, and so you're getting quite an accurate reading of your body doing this method. However, there are disadvantages. It's expensive. Um, One test alone can be anywhere from $50 to $70, so it's not really a viable method to track your composition. Maybe you could do it once per month, but it's not viable to do it more frequently than that, really. It's also a problem... um, a question of accessibility. 
I know when Team Shape were trying to go for our hydrostatic weighing test, we had to travel about an hour to find the nearest place that would take it. So, you know, if you're if you have a busy schedule or if you really want to travel that far to be, take your body composition test every uh, every time you want to, then again, might not be uh, the right solution for you. And we've mentioned the discomfort and also certain demographics won't actually be able to use this test. Uh, for example, if you're a cardiac patient or you're very senile or severely overweight, and again, you have to you obviously you have to book an appointment, so it doesn't really fit around your schedule necessarily. We then looked into the bod pod, which is another way to estimate the body's volume, but using air pressure. And the way this works is it's a chamber, and it has well, sorry, it has two distinct like two distinct chambers. One with a seat where the individual will be sitting, known as the test chamber, and there's a separate section known as the reference chamber. And so the pod is designed so the chamber allows air to flow in a very specific way. Um, so when pressure increases inside the test chamber, it decreases by that exact amount in the reference chamber. So in order to estimate the body's volume, air pressure is measured in both chambers without the body present, and then when the body is present, it is taken again. And the difference between these two is the volume of the body. So much like the hydrostatic weighing test, the advantages and disadvantages are really quite similar. The advantages are, you know, quite a um, quite an accurate measurement, uh, again, about plus or minus 2.3 to 2.8%, but the cost is around $45 per test, and you will not be able to find many facilities nearby your location that actually offer these tests. Moving on to the gold standard of body composition analysis. DEXA scans have replaced hydrostatic weighing and bob pods as the gold standard. Um, they use a three compartment model to analyze your body composition. And if you think back to our to two podcasts ago, um, Body Composition 101, that episode, we we looked at body composition in a two-compartment model. So we considered fat and fat-free mass. The DEXA scan uses a three-compartment model and separates your body according to your lean mass, your body fat mass, and your bone mass. And DEXA fit, who are very well known for taking... Um, DEXA scans for individuals state that this is really important, uh, your, your knowing your bone mass, because it helps you understand your risk of um, osteoporosis and other low bone mass issues. So DEXA scans can show you your lean mass and body fat distribution. So they can actually show you how much mass you have on one arm compared to the other, how much muscle you have on one arm compared to the other arm, for example. And this is particularly interesting as you can gain an understanding as to whether you're potentially overloading one muscle whilst training more than the other. So if you are squatting, let's say, give an example, you're squatting and your DEXA scan is consistently showing you've got more muscle mass on your left leg than your right leg. Potentially, you're exerting more force and driving up with more force than your left leg, so you're actually overloading and stimulating the muscle more there. So it might actually help you to go back and fix your form and, you know, get a better muscle balance. So how do DEXA scans work? So you do really need to know a bit about x-rays to understand how DEXA scans work, but um, briefly, they... 
<clears throat> the scan exposes patients to x-rays of differing intensities and they measure the absorption of each beam into different parts of the body. And so there's different readings developed for bone mineral density, lean mass and fat mass. And as I've previously said, the advantages are that it is the method to use for the most accurate body composition analysis with a, a margin of error of around plus or minus 1 to 2.5%. And obviously you're getting localised readings rather than just an overall figure. So you have that um, greater data uh, presentation of whether you have more muscle or more fat in your left arm compared to your right. The disadvantages, obviously you'd expect this to have the most accurate method will be the most expensive. So one scan alone can cost you $150. So again, if free cash flow is tight, then you will not, be want, to, you will not want to use uh, the DEXA scan to consistently track your body composition. And maybe this is more suited to people that are only testing for a show, a bodybuilding show or something like that. Um, they're not easily accessible. When we went for our own scan, again, we had to drive about 50 to 60 minutes and it's appointment only, so does not necessarily fit around your schedule. But that's the price you have to pay for added accuracy, I suppose. Moving on to the in-body and the tinnitus scales. And these are very popular in many gyms and sort of nutrition shops and things like that. And we briefly spoke about how they work. They work much like digital smart scales using bioimpedance. Um, and if we just briefly recap on that, so InBody have usually two sensors. They have one for your hands and one for your feet, and they measure how quickly electrical impulses uh, return um, because the different speed of return gives you a, once put into an equation, it gives you a figure for your body fat percentage. So the signal passes through water in your hydrated muscle tissue, um, but it hits resistance when it reaches fat tissue. So the signal, sorry, the resistance is known as impedance, hence the name bioimpedance. And the leaner you are, the faster response time of the uh, electrical impulses. So why, what are the problems with bioimpedance and why do we not rave about them? And this is really because when we train, we are adapting not only our adipose tissue, but our skeletal mass as well. And as we talked about in Body Composition 101, um, your skeletal muscle mass is 60 to 80% water. And if the electrical impulses from bioimpedance are traveling through the hydrated muscle tissue and the hydrated muscle tissue changes um, throughout the day because we lose 3.12 kilograms of water in a day, uh, then you can really get to see the picture that um, your results will fluctuate depending on how hydrated you are, what you've eaten and a whole sort of uh, plethora of reasons like that. But the advantages are they're quite accessible, actually. I mean, a lot of nutrition shops, as I said, gyms have the in-body scales. They are too expensive to buy, really, for personal use. They can cost over $10,000. But they have quick measurement time. 
You don't really need any assistance. It's very simple to use. Um, there are affordable handheld versions of uh, sort of bioimpedance um, body composition analyzers, such as Omron, if you want to look those up. And many of the manufacturers for the different bioimpedance um, analyzers quote an accuracy of plus or minus 2%. But as I've said, the readings can be affected by hydration levels, um, depending on when you've eaten and how, how hydrated you are throughout the day. They can also be affected by your skin temperature, your skin moisture, uh, the room temperature, a whole host of reasons really. Moving on to the most important one, shape scale. So like hydrostatic weighing and bod pods, shape scale uses algorithms similar um, and involves density and weight and volume. So how does shape scale work? Well, what happens is you step on and the RGB and depth sensor will rotate around your body. I'm sure you've seen the robotic arm looking thing from one of our adverts or on YouTube or something like that. And this will capture your body data. And this scan will take no longer than 60 seconds and it will sync automatically with the shape scale app. So the depth sensor is actually projecting infrared coded light onto your body to capture the depth of close to 15 million points every second. And don't worry, this is radiation free. There's no harmful radiation here. And then the point cloud that is uh, captured from the RGB and depth sensor is then converted into an accurate body model. And um, the photos are then sliced and stitched to create a sort of photorealistic texture. And that's what you've seen uh, one of the sort of overriding benefits of ShapeScale rather than other conventional 3D scanners is you get that real detail of ShapeScale. You get to see skin colour, texture, everything like that. You don't just get a grey shell of your body. It's a more personal experience. You can really become motivated by your results because what you are seeing in your avatar is yourself, not just an outline of your body. And <clears throat> if you're interested in finding out more reasons as to why ShapeScale is different from other 3D conventional scanners, then you can, we have a support page and you can look into that as well. Um, just literally type in how ShapeScale differs to other 3D scanners, or I can briefly outline them to you. So ShapeScale is more portable. It's about 10 pounds, so five kilograms or so, and you know it's one component whilst uh, others are two different components, for example, and with ShapeScale, the human body is not being rotated, rather the robotic arm is rotating around the body, and this minimises um, micro-movements that occur. As someone's being rotated, they often move, their body posture changes, and if the human is stationary, this inaccuracy is minimised, and there are a few more um, differences between ShapeScale and other 3D scanners on our website. So, uh, yes, I, th I think uh, I've said some of the benefits, but let's go into more advantages of ShapeScale. Um, we really do think it's the, probably the best of both worlds because it is calculating your body fat and lean mass as well as giving you uh, visual um, data so you can see yourself visually and it's also giving you a muscle girth measurement. So it's combining a lot of the things we've already talked about into one. This, the sensor is actually accurate to less than a sixteenth of an inch. That is very precise data. 
There's all sorts of amazing features like the heat mapping technology that allows you to visualize areas of your body and see where you've been gaining muscle and losing fat. And this is possible because muscle and fat have different densities. The scans allow you to um, visualize, visualize sorry, um, progression that you wouldn't normally see with the naked eye. So this, because the scan is so precise, you can use ShapeScale more frequently so constantly get that reassurance that you are progressing rather than you know that that period when you feel you haven't made any changes to your body by simply looking in the mirror and it starts to demotivate you so yeah by using ShapeScale you'll constantly know whether your training is paying off or whether you need to mix things up and obviously it's free from any distortions when you're using a mirror all sorts of things can make a difference such as the lighting um, even your own head, you can actually um, manipulate what your thoughts of your own body are because the subjective factor comes into it. And probably finally, ShapeScale becomes more accurate the more data that's collected because in the servers, ShapeScale and our processing servers, ShapeScale will be able to make adjustments to account for discrepancies in posture and bloating and things like that. So... Obviously, I have to mention some disadvantages as well. Um, one of them being, it's not quite as accurate as DEXA scans, which we've already covered, as they have a three-compartment model. And many people may find that the initial sort of outlay of shape scale is expensive, but all I can say to this is that, you know, it's a, it's a revolutionary new bit of technology that will really help you reach your goals more effectively and more efficiently. It combines many of the different components of other body composition analyzers into one model or one body composition uh, method. And so it really will be worth the initial outlay. And we were going to talk about other ways you can visually track your progress. Um, I don't think we have that much time left. Obviously, the uh, different methods we can quickly just mention are using a mirror, but as I've already said, there's all sorts of things like the lighting, the way you see yourself, um, all those sorts of things. You could use progress pictures, but again, these can differ depending on the lighting, the time of day you take them, um, all sorts. And obviously, do not get fooled by a lot of transformation photos you see on social media because they are quite often touched up. We've done a whole blog piece on that as well. Uh, we got some inside scoop from a fitness model and she revealed, you know, what people do to sell their transformation photos. And you can also use these body composition charts, which I wouldn't recommend doing. They sort of compare your body to average body fat percentages. Um, and, you know, everyone's body's different. So that's really not the, the method I would tell you to use. And... There are a number of apps as well. Um, if you read our ultimate tracking guide, you'll be suggested, and sorry, we suggest a number of apps you could use to track your progression visually, such as Snapsee or Progressit. They're both uh, transformation photo sort of apps. And yeah, that's about the extent of it. So I think we're gonna have to sign off now. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and I'm, I really hope you're enjoying the body composition series. Next week, we will be talking about goal setting and how to know whether you should try and gain lean mass or lose body fat first. Like, what should you do with your body type first um, in terms of goals? 
Yep. So please head over to iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play and leave us a review. I'd love to know how we're doing. And if you have any topics you'd love us to cover, then please write a you know a comment on that because we'd be happy to um, to cover anything that people are interested in. So thank you very much for listening. This has been the 20 Minute Fitness Podcast with Charlie.